to the Oyster Stew podcast, where we discuss what's happening in the industry based on what we see as we work with regulators and clients. Oyster consultants are industry practitioners. We aren't career consultants. We've done your job and we know the issues you face. You can learn more about Oyster Consulting and the value we can add to your firm by going to our website, oysterllc.com. everybody. Welcome to the Oyster Stew podcast. I'm Libby Hall, marketing analyst at Oyster Consulting, and today we're going to be talking about paraplanners and the role that they can play to make an advisor's life easier and more productive. With me are Bill Davis, who is leading Oyster's experience planning services team, and Matt Thompson, head of training at Money Guide Pro. First, let's talk about the challenges advisors and their firms face in today's market. Matt, could you speak to that a little bit? Clients and, and investors in general are, they're hearing a lot of noise, right? They, they go to their, their, their credit card website, their bank website, their 401k, and on all of these sites now, they're, they're offered these calculators. You might call them planning solutions or, you know, essentially click here to, to see if you're on track for retirement based on, you know, and, and they'll kickstart it with whatever basic information they know about, you know, the count that you have with them and that type of thing. And employers are doing this too. I found a study the other day that showed that uh, 80% of employers are either have in place or are working to implement a financial wellness program for their employees. And so there's all these uh, folks, uh, you know, whether they're different advisors or different firms that are offering their advice to investors, your potential clients and and prospects. And, and it just really speaks to the importance of offering planning to everyone in, in your book of business and making it clear even to prospective users that this is an offering that I have that I'm going to make available to my clients. And so that that's really a big challenge. You know, there's a lot of responsibilities that advisors have. The criticality of, of offering planning has has never been higher. And, and we really think this partnership with Oyster is going to allow the scalability of offering planning to more clients and be able to compete with all that noise that's out there in the industry with, with different offerings for planning and, and calculators and that type of thing. Yeah, good points, Matt. I think the other thing that FAs want to think about in the current environment is that planning and financial plans for clients can be a valuable tool as they work through the current uh, regulatory environment and around Reg BI. But again, it's important to note that this is just one tool in that toolbox. The the planning software by itself does not resolve for, for Reg BI, but it is a good tool in the toolbox to get them there and working towards working in the client's best interest. Yeah, and I'd say that's consistent, Bill, with what we're hearing for firms' plans for addressing that that regulation issue is is having you know saved reports from a, from a money guide plan or whatever financial planning tool they're using as, as part of the documentation required to uh, satisfy those uh, those requirements. Yeah, so a little bit about uh, what Oyster's gone through. We, we started this relationship uh, several months ago, and the the idea is that we have a number of financial advisors that are trying to figure out how to. Uh, make time for creating plans. Uh, they know the value of it and and have bought into that, but it's all about the the scalability. Oyster also saw this uh, as an opportunity to help advisors, and so 
uh, they came to us kind of as obviously the subject matter experts of of Money Guide, and we developed the the very first at, at Money Guide the very first pair planner certificate program. It started with putting them through one of our uh, boot camps that we offer for advisors, which is a six hour session. Then we did seven hours with uh, the folks at Oyster going through the the program where we really. Uh, do a deep dive into, you know, some of the hiccups that sometimes people run into in putting plans in, uh, maybe the common questions and data entry errors that that will occur in, in putting plans in. And then we finished it up after going through those several case studies, had a, an assessment at the end, which was a, uh, a rather robust, Bill might agree with me here, rather robust case study at the end where they had to put, pull all the pieces from a case study and and figure out how to get it entered into into Money Guide. So it was a great experience for us, and uh, you know we're maybe ultimately looking how we can apply that elsewhere. But uh, we're excited about this initial partnership as we find some of our current clients and potential prospects may be able to benefit from uh, from from these services that Oyster is offering. Thanks, Matt. We really enjoy our close relationship with with Money Guide Pro, uh, the training we received. And we look forward to working closely with you all as we produce Money Guide Pro plans for FAs moving forward. Our goal here is to work closely, financial advisors, to help them increase their book as, as they move forward. We know many, many advisors like to spend their time with their clients, networking, growing their business. And, and while Money God Pro is not a difficult program to work with, it does take time. And that's one of the things that, that we strive to work with FAs on is to take that time off their hands to help them with gathering the info, organizing that info, reviewing assumptions with the FA, inputting that information for them into the plan developing a target plan and and then closely reviewing that with them and creating the reports so that um, they can go over the plan with the client firsthand. So it's an interaction from the beginning where the FA is gathering data all the way through the completion of the plan. And then the FA can work closely with the advisor or with the client and and really have, have an interactive conversation they can, you know, we can use the Zoomer tool or they can use PlayZone when talking with the client, which is an inter- interactive tool. And again, to really make that plan come alive and to work closely with the client. So our goal is to work with the FA to free up time so that he can spend his time selling and, and gathering more assets and working closely with the clients. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right, Bill. And it, there's an acronym that came out years ago called Habu. You might have might have seen it, H-A-B-U, and, and we kind of embraced it here at Money Guide. But it, it speaks to your highest and best use. And, and I think that's a critical piece of considering whether or not, you know, using a pair of planner is, is appropriate for you. But thinking about where where is, is your time best spent? One interesting thing to kind of think along with that, we did a, a fee survey this past fall for 2020. And I think we surveyed over 1,600 different uh, financial advisors. And we asked them a lot of things like, are they charging for planning and what's their fees? And, you know, are they doing a, a separate fee or hourly fee or subscription? But the the fee, the average fee f- for those that were charging a separate fee for plans was $2,482 there in 2020, which is up 
nearly 50 percent since 2015. So we're seeing first, firstly, more and more people charging that separate fee, I guess, as they're better able to communicate the value of the plan. And of course, the the, the fee itself continued to increase. Hourly fees were up about 25 percent over that same time period at about $257 an hour. So, you know, all that to say, uh, it really seems to lend itself to thinking through, okay, what is my highest and best use? Where's my time best spent? And to Bill's point, it's, in our opinion, we, we strongly feel it's in the presentation of the plan where, you know, your advice and solutions are really brought to light using a lot of the engaging tools inside of, of Money Guide. But, you know, not to mention that what we're seeing as, as some of the average costs uh, or hourly rates or even subscription fees that some advisors are are putting forward lend itself to to allowing to to engage a pair planner to help with some of that more uh, keyboard uh, centric type type work that's required to to get plans entered and and the other thing we've we've seen as we work through plans with with advisors is that there generally is a a return on investment when the advisor works closely with the client as they go through the planning process they're typically able to uncover assets that they previously didn't know about and as they work with the client on those assets and create a holistic plan that could be you know that covers everything they hold internal at that particular firm as well as other firms they're able to to gather assets which again uh, increases revenue for for the FA and is 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 a return on the investment. And it, it reminds me of a firm as a BD, I believe, started to track uh, of the assets that were entered in a financial plan for their firm. What percentage of them were assets that were under management versus held away? And so they determined over a I think it was a ten month period there were sixteen billion dollars in the financial plans that they had created. 10 billion of the 16 were held away assets and it really helped to prove to them at least one of the many potential values of of doing a plan is uncovering those assets right clients are more motivated then to really disclose those so they can get their true probability of success for their plan there, there's one other firm I'll, I'll throw out there an example of kind of the roi of, of planning and they started to track two different groups of financial advisors uh, one group at their firm that uh, of advisors that was not offering planning at all to their clients, and then another group that was doing 10 or more plans a year. Okay, so not a huge number, huge requirement. I mean, essentially a plan a month or more, right? But what they saw from between the two groups is that those doing 10 or more plans a year saw a 56% increase in their revenue. And largely it's because, again, we're disclosing those assets, but we've, we also find that advisors that are uh, positioning some of their financial solutions in the context of a plan, clients find much more uh, trust in, in seeing that as a kind of a needs-based uh, proposal of a solution as opposed to maybe more of a back of the envelope type of, of calculation of, of a certain need. So, you know, all that to say, it seems like the, the more plans that are created, the, the evidence backs up the fact that it's it's improving the results for the advisors doing so. And, and that really backs up our philosophy around the pair planning service and planning services as a whole, helping uh, advisors put that together, put plans together so that they have the time uh, for the presentation. They have the time to recruit more clients. And then the more plans they do, 
the more assets they potentially uncover, and the closer they are with their clients, and they're not spending the time entering the data. Uh, they're actually spending quality time with, with their clients and able to schedule throughout the year different critical touch points so that they can they can continue to work closely with their clients face-to-face or, or by Zoom these days or, you know, by Teams. So, um, it enables the the FA to develop that close relationship, even closer relationship with the client because they have more touch points. Or, or even the client's kids too, right? As we think about you know, the baby boomers re- retiring now for, for several years, uh, preparing for that wealth transfer that will inevitably happen, having those relationships with the, the adult children of those clients. It's going to be really important and a great way to do it. A great excuse to reach out to those folks is, hey, you know, I'm now offering planning for, you know, all my clients or even all the, the children of of my existing clients, and uh, having a pair of planning service available like this really makes that that scalable and and actionable. Yeah, and many advisors are are proactively thinking about that and and having the time to talk with clients and their children and creating that generational succession plan, if you will, creating those touch points so that they can stay in touch with the entire family as their financial life and financial journey moves forward down the path. Well, everybody, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Thanks, Bill and Matt, for sharing your perspectives around para-planning and planning services. Yeah, thanks, Matt, for joining us. Um, and, And thank you to everyone who's listening to this podcast. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to to give us a ring. We'll be more than happy to help in any way we can. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit our website at www.oysterllc.com or call 804-965-5400. If you'd like to learn more about the information Matt shared, please visit moneyguidepro.com. Have a great day, everybody. like what you heard, make sure to follow the Oyster Stew podcast on whatever platform you listen to. If you'd like to learn how we can help firms start, run, protect, and grow their business, visit our website at oysterllc.com.